This is a podcast from Minute Media. It's the Malcolm Go Podcast. It's January 5th, 2022, the year of your Lord. Opening up with a little Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds. Red right hand. I was, uh, I'm back in, back into the Peaky Blinders. So, you know, got the boys going. <clears throat> Big Tommy Shelby guy. Big Tommy Shelby guy from way back. What so, about uh? What about Yellowstone? What are your views there? I don't like it. I don't like Kevin Costner's face. I don't like anything about him. I'm out on you. No, I'm you can't be out on you. First of all, just finished a rewatch of Peaky Blinders. It's fantastic. Go like, the whole Tom, I'll good. tell you what. I'd put Tommy Shelby up against any gangster in the game. Against Tom, uh, I Tony Soprano. I wouldn't put him up against John Dutton. John Dutton takes his ass down. I don't even know who that is. Is that a yellow star? Is that Kevin, Kevin Costner? Costner? No, that's Kevin Costner. <sighs> What's that show about? Stuff? I don't like it. They have their own bourbon now. Everyone, t- every literally every single person has to tell me, "Have you watched Yellowstone yet?" And I'm going to say no forever. I know. It does, I, you know. The last thing I gave Kevin Costner a chance on was um, what are those two warring families from West Virginia? They were like. They were hyping it up on History Channel for a year. What was it? The the whites? No, it was like uh, the it was real, but it was from the eighteen hundreds. It was like uh, oh. um, Hatfields and McCoys, and uh. they, they hyped it up for months. I put on the first episode. It was so fucking bad. Literally, it was him and Bill Paxton running at each other from like across the fields. And they just go, Hatfield, McCoy. That was the whole fucking show. They were just yelling at each other from across the field. It was so bad. I I, I don't know if I've ever watched a Co- Kevin Costner vehicle since then, um, well, should, and certainly before. Watch Yellowstone. That's not really the asking. I don't like his baseball. I don't like nostalgic baseball movies either. So I'm very much out on Kevin Costner. You gonna tell me you don't like Waterworld? Haven't seen it. I think I gave what? it two. Isn't that uh, world renowned for being one of the worst movies ever made? The most underrated movie in history. I think every single person in history awesome. hated it. <laughs> Wait, can world. we? While I'm listening to y'all talk, 
did y'all hear what Brian Kelly said about people from Boston? It made me laugh. Brian Kelly, I don't understand. He's yeah, I did hear it. He says that people from Boston don't have accents. I, mean, I don't know if that was mother, a joke. My mother, my mother has lived in the South for twenty six years. Thickest accent of all time. She still says "hus." My yeah. my my mother is my mom's so deep in North Shore trashdom, Malden projects through and through. She's been she says "hus" and "tonic." Yep. Those, those, literally, she says that more than any other words. In the, I don't even. She's never seen a "hus," but she says "hus," which <laughs> to the people that don't live in Massachusetts is a horse. H o r s e, and. Uh, uh, hus. She calls it a hus, and she's been drinking tonic her whole life, which isn't really an accent thing. That's just a a dialect. I don't know what the fuck it is, but yeah. No, I think he was maybe he was doing a bit like we're the ones that are uh, have the real voice, and everybody else has an accent. We're the ones without accents. I don't know if he was doing that as a bit. I've heard that before, but like literally every single, I don't know, every place well, in America, if they if you they told you that, like say name an accent that annoys you, they'd all say Boston or something like that, probably. Well, the quote was, uh, where I grew up, they didn't have an accent. Clearly, he doesn't even remember where he's from anymore. Yeah. He's he's from, from so, he grew up in Chelsea, but they speak Spanish. He doesn't even speak English. <laughs> it's a 100% Latino community. And there's no way Brian – I mean, he went to St. John's Prep from Chelsea, which is absurd to even think about right now. And nowadays, I don't know what it was like when he was growing up, but you certainly didn't commute from Chelsea to St. John's Prep. Um, maybe Malden Catholic, but uh, that's a very prestigious high school. My my younger brother Dominic is an alumnus of St. John's Prep, so you could see the type of the type of uh, alums they've got working there. You know the type of uh, atmosphere at St. John's Prep in Danvers. The Brian Kelly's the uh, the Dominic Locontis, and then there's that kid that's in the NBA, whatever his name is, Connington, Pat Connington. Pat Connington. Yeah, he's in the NBA. He went to St. John's Prep. Bo-, Bo Burnham as well, Dominic's grade, famous comedian, comedian. So anyway, famous comedian in that class behind Dom. Second famous, that's correct. My Dominic's the number one most famous comedian, <laughs> followed closely by Bo Burnham. Uh, anyway, I started with Red Right Hand because I wanted to, it was a uh, well, it was an homage to Peaky Blinders, but also an homage to my good friend Mr. Mac Jones, who came in hot again. This week, the, kid, the kid's back. Just efficient, efficient Mac Jones. That's what I love. His, but his deep balls are really—they are so good. They are if they let him throw them. And I'm very much annoyed. And um, well, for, we can get into it. Fuck it. I mean, Nikhil Harry lost his job. Let's face it. He's—he lost like his career, not like his job. His career is over. A fucking Division Two practice squad player came up. And fucking tore up the Jaguars defense. The Jaguars defense was shredded by one Christian Wilkerson, who I've been banging the table for on this here podcast since day one. Have I not? Have I not? Shout out to you. You were right. You nailed that one. You're wrong a lot. Your Nikhil Harry takes were just as as good as this one where your Nikhil Harry takes were as bad, but I'll give you credit here. Well, listen, my... My Southeast Missouri State radar was always hot on Christian Wilkerson. It was. When we you, grabbed you him from about. Tennessee last year, I said, this kid is going to be a star. I Listen, when we get a new, uh, a new skill player, I grind film, okay, on YouTube. I grind film. I'm like Evan Lazar <laughs> of CLNX MEP Media, where the fuck he's 
company he works for. Uh, he, he's grinding film with the sticks concepts. He's got the sticks concept. Um, doesn't that drive you nuts when people talk about football on uh, on Twitter and they, they talk like they're in the fucking scouting department and I have no right, idea yeah, what he's yeah. talking about? I've got Yeah, it's like a shout-out to, rest in peace, John Madden. All that guy knows about football. That guy never stepped on a field. He played Madden growing up. Yeah, he was. He talked about Madden the other day. He was like, "Well, you know, when I saw a single high safety, I shut the fuck. You didn't look. You didn't read the defense in Madden. You didn't do it." <laughs> he literally says, "You know, I saw a single high safety. I'd go pitch right." What are you talking about? Fucking get a hold of yourself. You're not fucking reading the defense, playing with your fucking cousin. You run three verts to throw it to the tight end. That's a lot. Yeah. That's what happens. Four verts, whatever it's called. I don't fucking know what I. I, didn't, I haven't played Madden in 15 years. I, Rest I like in to, peace. I haven't played it since they. I I just heard that it's been ruined for decades. It's never. Been, it hasn't been good since like two thousand. Ever since right. Michael Vick was on the cover, he was an unstoppable force. Anyway, it wasn't Bra- Brady was on it a few years back, and we won the Super Bowl. So shout out to Brady and Curse. And yeah, um, I don't know. Yeah, Nikhil Harry's finished. But I I tell you what, I wouldn't be a hundred percent. The worst part about this for Nikhil Harry is that the running game still dominated, and he didn't even play. I do. Would it not be like phototypical Bill for him to just Wilkerson be out this week and him to have Nikhil active? Yeah, like, that was that... another point I was going to make. It's like a hundred. It's almost a, a certainty <laughs> that hot Christian Wilkinson from last week. You know, he was lightning in a bottle. Two touchdowns. Could have had a third that he dropped and made me sick. Should have made me sick all Sunday. That he dropped a perfect fifty-yard bomb for Mac, and uh, you know he'll sit this week. A hundred percent. Wait, so did you really just say like you're shocked the running game was good, even though Nikhil Harry was out? No, I'm not shocked. I'm just saying it's <laughs> it's bad for Nikhil Harry. I said it's bad for Nikhil Harry because everyone's like, well, you got to put him in because he's like a devastating wide receiver block blocking wide receiver. You know what I mean? You're every, I think you're talking about when you say everyone. Do you mean you? Yes, exactly. Just me. <laughs> Listen, I just I I have such a uh, predisposition to defending Bill Belichick and everything he does, that the first-round pick is like the, the idol, the golden idol to me. I have to protect it at all costs <laughs> until all else fails. So I'm, I just build up Nikhil here. I built up Sony Michelle. I built up who am I, Malcolm Brown. So many players. The only one I was really yeah. out on early was Jordan Richards, and he was a second-round pick. Cyrus Jones, I, I fought for Cyrus Jones Derek for many, Rivers. many moons. Was your, wasn't Derek Rivers a second-round pick? Uh, he was the third-round pick, but he was our highest pick that year. Yeah, and everyone was, was pick, yeah. again, but everyone everyone always loves our high picks, but then they always turn out to be shit. Not always, but a lot of times. And then nobody loves to fucking dive down Belichick's throat faster than if a, a, a first-round pick or a second-round pick isn't great immediately, especially if somebody... That was picked behind him is way better, like AJ Green or Brown and DK Metcalf and I alike. Sony last uh, the most rushing yards in the month of December for any running back in the league. Sony did, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, nobody you, wants to I, listen. That on PFF, I, Damian Harris is the highest rated running back this year. Love it. You like that? Yeah, but I mean, listen. That, that was better for both sides because Ramondre Stevenson is cheaper and a fucking absolute stud. Sony Michelle is starting in L.A. and is a stud. It just, it just goes to show that everyone's an idiot because all they wanted to do, they always wanted to trash a fucking first-round pick because, oh, Nick Chubb was better. 
Yeah, and he got drafted in the second round or the third round, and Sony Michelle was drafted in the first round. That's all is they want to do is just better, bitch. Though? Like, what? is he better? What? Chubb? Yeah. Yeah, I would say he's better. He's also got a great offensive like, line. You know, you, you know what's crazy that Derrick Henry is six in yards in the league, and like that guy's dead. He's been played in two months. He's gonna play in the playoffs. So I, we'll talk about that later. I'll get into that in a little bit. Well, there's people talking about uh, Jonathan Taylor. They're like, oh well, he's by far the best running back in the league. Like he has no one who's like even close to him. It's like he's. He's still not. He's not the best. Derrick Henry is by far. Derrick Henry is better than him. I don't him. know, man. Jonathan Taylor is pretty freaking He's good. the best right now with Henry. I mean, Henry's coming back, too. So that's, that's going to be problematic. If Tennessee gets home field advantage and get Derrick Henry back, Julio Jones back, they're going to be a real problem. Yeah, so if you go down the list of wins, Tennessee was one of the biggest wins of the year for the Patriots. Yeah. They played a very Brown. depleted Tennessee team. Yeah. They haven't had many big wins. The Buffalo one and the Tennessee one are the two biggest wins of the year. I mean, the Buffalo win is big. You went into their house on a Monday night. Buffalo gets a Monday night game at home like every 35 years. And they went in in a windswept Buffalo on your home field and beat you. I mean, that's pretty demoralizing. If we didn't lose to them two weeks later, it would have been so much better. The Chargers is a good – that's a good win. On the road. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you what you'd love to have is a a couple good wins at home. Fucking yeah, no. having a losing record at home is just an atro- it's an atrocity. I, I just I can't believe how it's just so like not pay, the Patriot way to do that. Like it's just it's so the so the, opposite yeah. of what ha- I mean. Well, imagine if like they stumbled on the road, they'd be under five hundred right now. They I mean they most of their the tough first- games were at on the road. I mean we're at home. So I get it, like Bucks, Cowboys, um, Browns, Bills. A lot of good good teams came into New England. The Saints and the Dolphins were bad losses early. God, I mean, so bad. rookie quarterback. Uh, but then you put on a fucking run. This is the third time this year they went over fifty points. They've done that. They, Brady only did it two times before. Not total, but three three times in a season, putting up fifty. Brady did lot, it in oh seven. I mean, how, yeah, the you feel bad. Trevor Lawrence is very good. If he had any talent around him, that guy would be so good. But they, no. they don't block anyone, and we just had a billion turnovers. Well, they just good. they. I mean, Jacksonville had quit. They were just they were just there because they had to be to get a game check. They had no interest in playing a football game. Do you that see? Day. Do you see who they're trying to hire as head coach? No, Bill O'Brien. <laughs> B-O-B? B-O-B? Listen, B-O-B? I don't hate Bill O'Brien. Bill O'Brien went into an impossible situation at Penn State and had them winning within a year or two years. Yeah. Literally, the guy, they were in a rape scandal of child molestation, the worst kind of scandal you could possibly be in. And he went in there and was like, ah, fuck it, let's go. And they were still recruiting studs, and they were winning within like two years. The Catholic Church almost made him a deacon after he did that. Yeah, I mean, he was Pope. <laughs> they were he fucking tearing down stuff. statues as they're winning bowl games, like, around them. Paterno's coming down. He's going back up. Like, it was insane. I mean, yeah, but I, I don't, I don't know. Were, if I mean, they were good at Houston the entire time he was there. Yeah, they, he, they were never bad. They just, yeah, like, at the end. What really ended it was fucking East, Easterby. The fucking yep. dirtbag Easterby that I despise. <laughs> He was the one that ruined it. He went down there and they immediately like traded DeAndre Hopkins 
They for a who else did they trade? They traded everyone. They got. They, they got, traded. Uh, they went and got Laramie Tunzel for a shitload of picks. Oh, That's yeah. how the Dolphins got Tua. Yeah. Right. They traded Lar- for Laramie Tunzel. They traded DeAndre Hopkins to Arizona for like an eighth round pick. I mean, they. It's Easterby ruined the team on purpose, and then he brought in his friend Casario, who dumped everybody. I don't know how many picks this hit they have this year, but they're not going to compete for five years. If Deshaun Can Watson you, never goes on the field, they're never going to compete. Can you name a single time a team has traded up into the top like five or ten with a bunch of picks and it worked out for them? I can only think of one off the top of my head, and I don't know what they lost in the trade, but I know that Atlanta went up from way late in the first round to get Julio Jones. Yeah. And like, it was like sent a gazillion first picks. round picks. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean that, that was a success. I would say. I, yeah. I, I guess. I mean, like what those other picks ended up being, but Me either, but I mean, they competed like they went to the Super Bowl, like a couple years later. So they didn't devastate them. They already had like, Matt trade. Ryan. They had Roddy white. I mean, they were pretty stacked. Oh, Roddy White. Roddy I went White. to high school with Roddy White's little brother. We were uh, Roddy White used to come watch us play baseball. So. Roddy, Roddy Piper? Well, Roddy. His brother died. Oh, rest in peace. He was shot. Anyways. What? Yeah, what high school shot. did you go to? Long time ago. You know, I went to an all-boys boarding school. But anyway, it's off of that. Off that. A lot of You got like a lot of Forrest Gump stories. <laughs> with NFL I'm in, players. I'm in the loop. I texted Jamie. I told him the Patriots needed a putter. What do you say? I'm high he as shit said, right now. He said, yeah, he said, make a call. I said, unfortunately, I don't know anybody. <laughs> yeah. We don't need a punter. Bailey's back. He he did have – yeah, yeah. Were you even punting that game? If no, we did, it was like, like once. Oh, he, it was good. Good. He needed the rest because apparently something – Knee hurts. It's um, plant foot. Plant foot. How about – I called it, by the way. Adrian Phillips got the big extension. Yeah, we needed that. that he did good. that. Had to jump out there early and get it. Now, you know, you got him at a reasonable rate, something like $5 million a year. He's a big piece of that defense. Franchise, JC. Yeah, you're going to have to. I mean, I don't know how that's going to affect you. You're probably going to lose, or unless, unless they're willing to pay for cheap, I mean, one of Hightower and McCordy is probably going to go, I'm going to assume. I mean, what you can't they, pay can, $17 million to JC Jackson and then uh, – keep your guys it's gonna be I tough Hightower retiring that guy's been he's been in the middle of that defense for so long who could you handle he's... retiring more who how well, not you but how could this team who, which one could they handle retiring more I think that they could handle Hightower retiring uh, over McCordy like they I think they need McCordy more McCordy's been consistently one of the most underrated players in the NFL for the last He's so fast. I didn't he realize still that. can play at a high level. Like he doesn't have to retire. High tower is l- nearing the end. Um, he can, but he's having a great year though. He's but he plays a position that like his body's gonna break down fast. I mean, your body's just naturally gonna break down faster when you're doing that. He just took a year off. I mean, he had last year off, one hundred percent, got mentally ready. So I mean, he's playing good now. But I don't know. It's one of those two. I feel like either gonna have to take a big pay cut or they're just. Either going to be done. Or they just do one of those contracts where none of it makes any sense to any of us. Yeah, but. because they, yeah, I don't know how they circumvent the cap. Maybe they just build them a, build them a store in Patriot Place and pay them that way, yeah. like they did you with Brady, cap. or buy him a house in Brookline. 
if you have 10 tackles, you get $7 million, like something ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Not likely to be earned. Ex- uh, that's what they do. Yeah. Not likely to be earned. Uh, what do you call it? I forget what the fuck they're called. Whatever. They get their I think not- I told not- you guys the, the Gilbert Arenas story about how he, when he went to go sign with like Golden State, tried to recruit him to come out and they had seven like Lamborghinis at the, yeah. like, out in front of the hotel. And he was like, oh, well, those are part of the deal if you come here. Yeah, like, teams do a lot of things that shady you don't shit. They do. Yeah, yeah, the same as colleges, like fucking yeah. Alabama. That players or owners don't want to bring up the hogs. Would... Hey, Speaking worry. of the hogs, Sam Walton was at the airport today. That was pretty cool. That Walmart guy. That is. There you go. Good job. You could pay me a zillion dollars, and I'll have a lineup of two people, and I would never be able to find who the fuck Sam Walton is. I know. I- what an Arkansas celebrity! Like, can you like fucking? Can you imagine? That's like me in running on, into the Jordan's furniture guy. When you fly in on the airplane, it has a fucking gigantic Walmart logo. It's not that helps. It's not tough to decipher. What's he? What's he going? What's he making deals on? Like orange juice? What's he flying? Where is he going? He's. I have no. I. I did. We didn't converse much about his business transactions today. I'd like to know. I'll, I'd, I'll catch him next time. There's no way he's not going on just vacation. That guy does nothing. No, I mean, no, worth, nobody with the name Walton does anything. He's worth $100 billion. He's unlimited money. Exactly. I can't tell if KP is completely, like, dialed into Arkansas culture because <laughs> everyone in Arkansas just knows everyone else. <laughs> I, I think it's both. I think that you have to know your surroundings. Uh, like, I think that the Walmart family is, like, like the queen of England. Like, they literally, like, they, they probably Not come around in chariots. England. They're like the richest, second richest family in America. It's not like it's not just like me that thinks this. You could, sh- I'm telling you, if you showed me a picture of a Walton next to a fucking Fred Flintstone cartoon, I'd be like, I don't know who is who. I don't know which one is which. I it's not I'm completely it's not lost. Like the facial recognition. I didn't know who it was till the Walmart plane came in, and the the tail number said SW on. It. I was like, well, that's Sam Walton. So that yeah, makes. And I wouldn't know who that is. I don't know. I've never heard the name Sam Walton. If you said Bill Walton, I'd know what we were talking about. Yeah. Completely lost on Sam Walton. Old crackhead. Old crack. Jerry Jones comes in all the time. Jerry Jones just flies into Little Rock. He picks up his uh, it's it's not it's his uh, one of his family members, maybe his sister or something, picks her up on a and they go watch every game, whatever. I just, oh, see the Cowboys. He picks her. Hold on, I'll come fly up there in my jet and pick you up and fly to fucking San Francisco. Watch I the Cowboys. Show. He can't, he'll come in and like they'll they'll have a bunch of food and stuff and their forks will have the big Dallas Cowboys star. Definitely stole one of those. Um, stole the Cowboys fork, like yeah, Hill, got, like Hilltop it's, Steakhouse. It's, no, <laughs> it's got the Cowboys star. It's probably gold. At, well, I don't Who know if it? I said this before, but at one point in time, in like the eighties and nineties, every single house in Saugus was furnished with Hilltop Steakhouse silverware. Yeah, you did say you couldn't that. go in there without stealing at least three or four sets of silverware to the point where they literally had to stop just making it. They just would oh, give God. you – they made the shittiest knives and forks. I think that's what put them out of business. It was just the white trash <laughs> North Shore families going in there and stealing all their utensils every single night. Uh, we haven't talked about uh, Tyler being on COVID protocols. Yeah, there's actually – there might be two of us on there. I, a bunch you of on people, protocol? 
a bunch of my work got it. They won't. They're like being very finicky. They won't tell us who got it, but like, I don't even believe very it. Very clearly, two people that I spend a lot of time with suddenly weren't at work today and felt like shit yesterday. So they, I mean, I think I'm in. I think I'm about to be in the penalty box. And I heard you were. You're anti-vax. You're heavily anti-vax. I, I mean, yeah, I'm double vax, but that's okay. That's heavily anti-vax. You haven't been boosted. Haven't been boosted. I'm sick of hearing about people's boosted. You know what I hate? I don't care if you don't want to get vaccinated or if you do want to get vaccinated, but don't show it to me on Instagram. And I certainly don't want to see your kids get (laughs) fucking posted on Instagram. First of all, I hate your kids automatically. Don't like them. (laughs) I I feel like maybe it's a parent thing, but anytime I see other people's kids doing things, I take it as an assault on my parenting. Is that is that a normal thing? Is that a normal thing to fucking? Is this my own you insane think you're brain? Than me? Be like, yeah. here's my kid playing soccer. I was like, well, you don't think my fucking kid could play soccer? I, that's, I, that's how I see it. Like, uh, you vaccinating your kid is like, oh, I'm better than you, and your my kid can be vaccinated and yours can't. Prayer hands, <laughs> fucking one more vaccine till fucking freedom. By the way, fucking reinstituted masks all over the North Shore again today. Inside. Uh, no, yeah, all of our schools went to online shit. So that's Arkansas be... went online. Yeah. Oh yeah. This is shocking. This is shocking when news. Did you guys get internet. You guys are fucking. Yeah. <laughs> Let you guys we get just... internet. Number one, and you lib cucks. You fucking lib cucks went remote. <laughs> it's a little rock. I don't know. That it's all of Arkansas. Little Rock's very liberal. Damn leftist. Is I'm it kidding. really? That's insane. That's yeah, insane okay. to me. Even the the mighty Saga Sachems are in person. They got to. They my wife would literally commit suicide if they had <laughs> if they decided to go back to remote. And my son is in his second year of kindergarten and is seven years behind because <laughs> they went to uh they went to fucking remote last year. He's been in school for a year of his life. Yeah, he's been in school a year of his life. He's reading at a infant's level because of it. <laughs> Me too. So he's on track. He's he's, well. I mean, he's already smarter than me, so it doesn't really matter. Uh, I mean, Saga school systems, let's face it, it's not anything to write home about. So one year in kindergarten is not going to help anybody. Two years, you just... maybe you get a kindergarten education. We'll see. Um, I'm sure I, I lost my whole train of thought. What were we talking about? Oh, assaults, we'll about, assaults we'll just, on the we'll Instagram. In we'll just jump in here and say the Patriots could still win the – I don't know if they can win the, the AFC, but they can win the East. Could certainly win the East. Uh, I, you know what, the New York Jets are shockingly not the worst right now. Um, they should like be Tampa. I do like Celia, or however you say. It. I actually like him, but it bothers uh, me that I do. Why you? I mean, whatever. He's a coach. I mean, he'll be he'll be not the coach in three years. So it doesn't. I mean, it's yeah. just a jet. It's the jet cycle. I mean, he'll wash out in New York because he'll never get a quarterback that's any good. Um, and they have misfits running the front office they'll spend absorbent amount of money in free agency and three out of five of them will be terrible two of them will be good maybe and then and then they'll fire the coach and the gm and start over again it's the way the jets have been built since the beginning of time but they did just trade all those picks for jamal adams which was one of the worst trades like you're gonna lose (laughs) russell wilson Based on getting Jamal Adams, that's how bad that trade was. Yeah, and he's Seahawks, gonna, yeah. but he's gonna, then Russell Wilson's going to go to the Giants and just he'll be in the other team in New York. Yeah, I, mean, I the heard... New York Giants. I could care less about the Giants. No, I know. I was just. I think they're going to fire fucking what's his face too. They're going to fire Joe Judge. He can come home and fix our special teams because again a kick was blocked this week. 
The f- I just can't believe. Like, what are we doing? The most basic shit. A team that didn't even want to be on the field blocked <laughs> an extra point. They were so bored. They're like, I can't believe we're here. It's fucking raining. It's in Massachusetts. We're a Florida team. I don't want to be here. They're blocking extra points. And we fucking fumbled an extra point. What a fuck fight. A fuck fest that was. You can't be doing that here in the playoffs. Super Bowl. Absolutely Super not. Bowl. I mean, you're going to cost yourself a win, boys. But anyway, 27-37. Let's go ahead and take a quick commercial break. And come back. We'll talk more Patriots. And we're back. Great break, everyone. Um, we were we were just getting into the AFC East still being uh, alive. We got to take care of business down in Miami, uh, which is how I like to say it if, as a Southern boy. I call it Miami. Um, that's not even. That's like yes, it is like Middle Eastern. That's not. I don't know what that is. <laughs> Stop My, doing that. Don't do run that. Through a motherfucker face. <laughs> yeah, don't ever do that again. What again, Miami? That's not a thing. It, did you People, see? By the way, we're tweeting. And responding to me, MalcolmGoPodcast at gmail.com, all in heavy support of my my barbecue take. That's the worst. Heavy That's, support. I'm not doing this again. Most not, people I'm were just, from the South, uh, and they were like, I, you know what's the best? North Shore Chinese food. <laughs> so much better than- You and your fucking burner accounts. That's all it is. You know what's funny? is uh, Speaking about Chinese food, there was a fucking- which is ridiculous, by the way, is a TMZ article today about how Mac Jones's girlfriend burnt dinner. Yeah. He's not even the in video? the video. Did you see it? Yeah. He's not even in the video. They show a picture of them ordering P.F. Chang's. So automatically, I'm fucking out. You know what? You live in Massachusetts, which has the best Chinese food in the world, and you order out P.F. Chang's. First of all, fucking Mac, get on a diet. I don't want to hear any more about spaghetti and no more uh, Mongolian beef, babe. Get it? We need, if you're going to eat Chinese food, first of all, you get out of Asia or you get Kowloon and Saugus, the you two goats, get- two legends of the game. And you don't, I, I, why is she heating it up? What was she doing? Okay, here, I, I actually am going to defend Mac here. No, this is trash. This is Southern uh, trash uh, Applebee's best, conversation. This, this is going to be my best, my best take. We used to have a PF change in Little Rock, and if you were gonna get Chinese food, that's where you went. So the man went. To of course, Tus- it was. That man went to Tuscaloosa. So PF Chang, he probably saw PF Chang's and literally thought it was like Benihana's or whatever a famous one is. I don't know what a famous. This is one. such southern garbage talk again. The fucking chain restaurant KP. I can't with you people. If you're in <laughs> Massachusetts, you go to the local Chinese food. It's better than any place in the world. I'm telling you hey, right if now. If PF Chase is dropping 50 burgers, the man needs to eat PF Chase. That's all yes, I'm saying. that's true. Think. But listen, have you ever had Saugus Wings? If you've had Saugus Wings at Kowloon, you're 100% getting that over fucking PF Chang's Mongolian beef. When I worked at the bar in Boston, it was like 11 o'clock one day. Some guy comes in, orders a shot, shoots it down. He goes, fill it right back up. Another one, shoots it down. He goes, oh, all right, guy. another one. I'm like, dude, what's going on? He goes, well, he's like, I'm an electrician. He goes, I had to go fix some lights in Chinatown. I walk in, there's all seagulls hung from the ceiling. Delicious. In the basement. It's like Revere he's Beach. Like, he's like, what the hell is going on here, buddy? He goes, the sea chickens. The sea chickens. Sand chickens? <laughs> sea. Chickens. Sea chickens. Oh, hey, what I, I mean, teach their own. Hey, if they're selling. Chinatown. Fuck Chinese food. If they're selling. <laughs> what do you want me to tell you? 
I've seen some weird shit hanging up in windows in Chinatown. It's never nothing that I want to eat. I'm not when I talk Chinese food, I don't talk Chinatown Chinese food. I talk Saugus Chinese food where they dip the chicken fingers in the thickest batter in the planet. It's at least a quarter inch thick all the way around. Sometimes the chicken doesn't touch the batter. That's my favorite can, type of chicken finger from any you Chinese tile restaurant. You shower with that stuff. You really could. It is so th- it's it's like cake batter. KP, have you had this before? Have you experienced it? Like thick ass, you're supposed to have like thick fry where there's barely any meat and just a bunch of batter. Yeah, but I'm talking about like North Shore Chinese food chicken chicken fingers. Yeah, me and you, you you've taken me to Kowloon and out of Asia, so taking you to good. both. Oh, out of Asia, that's a Saugus secret. Well, is out of Asia better. is way better than Kowloon, but out, you don't go to Ka- out of Asia for the. Uh, you go to out of Asia for the man's mai tai, which knocks you on your dick. First drink, first drink, <laughs> you're on your dick. It's like thirteen bucks, and you fucking can't see straight. But you go to Kowloon <laughs> for the atmosphere. Let's face it. By the way, I just want to point out a tweet happened earlier from a Patriots player that I didn't like. Patriots player? Bentley tweeted, until next year, like, see you next time, Foxborough. And I was like, sir, we're going to host here in two weeks. It is weird to go to the playoffs and probably not host a playoff game this year. I'm so comfortable with it. It's a joke. It's uncomfortable for me how comfortable I am with it. I would give, if we have to go to Cincinnati, I would give Cincinnati a negative chance of winning that game. I also didn't I, – I don't like the – Jamar Chase is – I know he's a rookie and I get it, but he's definitely – him and T. Higgins, I don't yeah, know. Tyler Boyd. Yeah, I'm a little – I'm not uh, – I'm not uh, – I don't know. Joe Burrow we, has never played Belichick. I'm telling you right now that they would go to Cincinnati and beat them by at least 10 points. And I don't really, – I don't want don't, to play Cincinnati. I don't want that. I don't I'd rather like go to Cincinnati than shit. Buffalo to start. I want Buffalo right now. I want to go to Buffalo, and I want to beat those scum. I would really love to beat Buffalo on the road and send them back to their shanties, their igloos for the winter. <laughs> I would fucking love it. Nothing more than Mac Jones going up there. You know what? I Even if they could throw, I would want him to hand it off the whole game. Even if it was 50 degrees, no wind, I'd say run the ball all game and just demoralize I, them again. I think the way the playoffs are set up now where the Patriots could play – Buffalo, and then wouldn't have would only have to play Kansas City or Cincinnati, so they can play Buffalo and then the Titans. I would take that all day. I don't want to play the Titans because Derrick Henry's back, and I that guy is terrifying. But Titans, I, I'm fine the with Titans Tannehill. almost should. The Titans could have beat us with their like literally the, JV roster. They was, ran for 245 yards without Derrick Henry, without AJ Brown, without Julio Jones, and I think they were missing a few defenders too. Um, I would much rather play Tannehill than Burrow or Mahomes. Oh, I prefer Burrow. A uh, Tannehill, yeah, Tannehill stinks, but I don't like Derrick Henry coming back because, like, I, I don't enjoy that one. But I'm also, it's real. It's gonna sound really bad. I am the least scared of Kansas City. I'm just yeah. not worried. No, they, I think we could. I mean, Bill Belichick has perfected how to beat Kansas City. It's just if you can outscore Kansas City is the problem. You know what I mean? You you well, you can go into Kansas City and have a great game plan. You're still going to give up twenty something points, so you still have to yeah, score have, thirty. But we have the run game. The run that's mm. that's a Damian Harris. Ever since the game he missed, and, damn monster. Uh, the guy is uh, he's unbelievable. Yeah, him so and Ramondre Stevenson are just. There's no you know how like sometimes they have thunder and lightning. You know like like say when they had Legarrette Blunt and, and uh, 
and what's his name and um De- and Dion Lewis. Now it's just thunder and thunder. It's just fucking Damian Harris and Ramondre Stevenson. Harris has a little more wiggle to his game, but both of them just lower the shoulder and bury guys. I love it. And you got Jakob Johnson, which can I say again? Why do you? Why does he have a J for Jacob or and he goes by Jakob, but he has a J for Johnson and it's and it's pronounced Johnson. Yeah, can we get that on the table? That's a Hitler thing. Should it be Jakob Johnson? I don't know why it's called Germany. Okay. Well, it's, well, I think it's Deutschland du- to them. And we're just like, no, that's not what we're going to do. <laughs> yeah. gonna do you ever think thing. it's weird that like people just automatically <laughs> accept English as the right, as like the saying? Is that like a, you know what I mean? Like what English is just, you know, you'll go to like different places and it will be written in fucking Arabic and then they'll write it in English underneath it. Like why don't they just don't give a fuck about like China well, that's, that has uh, the most people in the world, but they, you know. Like ah, we gotta let make sure that Americans know where the fuck they're going. Like us, we like write shit, and then we have it in Spanish now. Same shit. Oh, we go, fellas. Here we go. Here it comes. Not again. I'm gonna mute your ass. Hanging out with my grandfather a bit too much. No more immigrants. I've heard this rant one too many times. By the way, speaking their goddamn country's turning into Mexico. Speaking, the one person that needs to be shipped to the moon is Antonio Brown. What's wrong with that guy? Listen, <laughs> Antonio Brown, I'm Tom Brady's a better man than me. I mean, he he's he's he loves he loves everybody and is nice to everybody and thinks the best of anybody. I I don't know Antonio. Literally as we speak, I don't have time to read it, but he just Antonio Brown's uh, agent just dropped a uh, a thread, which I'm sure is insane. Like, um, it says something about him having, uh, hold on, let me see. This is literally breaking right now. It shows broken bone fragments stuck in my ankle. The ligament torn from the bone and cartilage loss, which are beyond painful. You can see the bone bulging from the outside. The motherfucker jumping jacked off the field. Did he not, did he not jumping jack off the field? He did the literal... He did the literal strip tease from fucking Slapshot off the field. I actually I don't know. There's a level of I'm actually on Antonio Brown's side. First of all, nothing would make me happier like, than if Arians was wrong, but I I don't know. It's hard. Jealous of you when he quit like that. In my I'm head, just, I was like, I've wanted to do this to every job I've ever been in. Take who, off, take all my your shirt clothes? off, swing it around my head, throw it. <laughs> The problem is, like, I would take my shirt off and I wouldn't look like him, so I wouldn't look near as cool. He looked unbelievable shirtless. The guy's just a, he's a oh, god. Please. Oh, you can eat cereal off those abs. I mean, don't tell me right now if the Patriots were like, all right, we're going to pick him up for a playoff run, you'd say no. I would immediately say no. Oh, I would take him tomorrow. Got Christian Wilkerson was basically his clone. No. <laughs> Antonio Brown, the fucking Bucks are the worst, too. They, like, literally cut him on the field, but they won't release him because they're scared that he's going to sign with Kansas City or Dallas or fucking something I'm like that. Green Bay. With- he, they just, Antonio Brown just released a statement that's literally 75 pages long. He he said Mike Zimmer is the best of the best today. On People are buying cameos from him. So much money right now. Why would he want to go to Is there anything wrong with like uh, not wanting to play when you're hurt? I don't know. I mean, he literally – I they showed a play like right before where he just absolutely torched a, a Jets cornerback on a ridiculous route. Came back, caught the ball, and then like a play later, he's ripping off his shoulder pads. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think the problem is him, like, all of that. I think the problem is more him, like, getting naked on the field and skip jumping off. And... Yeah, that doesn't help. I mean, you can't quit the team, like, in the middle of the game. But I think 
a lot of uh, information was um, that Arians was like told him to leave or get the fuck off the field or whatever. You're cut. You're done with the team, which I think it's hilarious that they still haven't cut him and it's Wednesday because I could see a way where like they'd be like, all right, well, I mean, let's face it. If we cut him, he's going to go to a better, you know, a team and probably beat us in the playoffs or who can just... quite pot. No one's going to pick him up. Why not? Dallas would in a heartbeat, he, I'm sure. Oh, he's so good still. He's so good. I know. What a yeah, mental but... case to be able to, like, fucking literally have the world's greatest talent and then and uh, now just be, like, almost like a, a shunned sure. from the league. Have you ever just, like, looked at his statistics? He was unstoppable for, like, five years in Pittsburgh. I, I looked him up the other night. Me and my buddies were texting about it. The guy has, like, multiple, multiple 1,500-yard and, like, 1,800-yard yeah. seasons. I was like, this is, like, eight of them. I'm like, this he was is a, a He was the number one receiver in the NFL for, like, six years running in, in, in Pittsburgh. And he never did anything against the Patriots. Never. I mean, he just never did. going to be in the Hall of Fame. If he wasn't. I would say he's, Borderline, he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. I would say he was a Hall of Famer. I, if he didn't I, burn so many bridges. Beyond I mean, this. Yeah, because of this, he won't be. That speech, though, would be the best of all time. He'd have yeah, to thank so many know. teams because he's been cut by every single one of them. He'd have to start at the top. Pittsburgh, Oakland, New England, fucking uh, now he's Tampa. Now I'm sure he's going to get don't, – don't fool yourself. He's going to get another shot. I guarantee oh. you if he was cut, that's why Tampa's holding on to him because they have to figure out a way to, like, get him off the team but also keep him away from other teams. That's what they're, they're trying, trying to do, and they can't I figure it out. Who? What team would possibly sign him? It makes Dallas zero in sense. a second. I guarantee you, Dallas. Tomorrow, would do it. the Chiefs would do it. What do they? Would definitely order? do it. Chiefs grab no Josh Gordon, who stinks. In. There's teams no, that are who? desperate for that last piece, and you're talking about a Hall of Fame talent wide receiver that is a bit of a problem. You sign him for literally f- maybe three games. Can you keep your shit together for three games and we can win the Super Bowl? You know what I mean? He came yeah, to New gonna, England on like a Tuesday and scored a touchdown on Sunday. You're gonna That's have to how learn good he the is. Entire offense and how long? Like, what do we? I don't think you can do that. Like, you there's no way. Six routes and say you're going to run one of these six at all and don't do anything else. And he's so good at running routes. Mahomes, I mean, you could add him to Kansas City. You could add him to Green Bay. You can add him to Dallas and just make those teams. Just you'd have to double cover him. You couldn't single cover him. It wouldn't matter where he was. You know what I mean? It just takes away. It would make Amari Cooper better. It would make fucking Devontae Adams better. It wouldn't matter. It just, it'd be a crazy fucking, just a, you know, just just even like a decoy. You have uh, Antonio Brown as a decoy, it helps. I mean, that guy's so good. I would take him on the Patriots tomorrow. There's a lot of talk about it, about like the mental health aspect of it. And then there was this, I completely forgot. They're like Calvin Ridley just left Atlanta, and um, <clears throat> yeah, he wants a fresh start. Did you say he want? They just he just released that. There's a rumor that he wants to go go somewhere new. To, I mean, this is well. He's got one more year left on his deal, right? Um, I don't know what what's his deal, but like can you you could just trade for him now. But like, there's so many wide receivers now that like and people that are just like quitting, not quitting, but like stepping away. Like, would you even be comfortable adding Calvin Ridley? Yeah, like I know, but then you give him money, and then they—he's like, ah, oh, I gotta leave. Like, it's too much for my mental stability. 
There's going to be something about like. Like Tom Brady had a whole thing about it on his new podcast. It was like, ugh, you know, everybody's like, we used to be robots and you would just think you'd just go out there and play. And then uh, all of a sudden, you know, now these guys are stepping away from mental health all the time. I mean, that and concussions and it's crazy. Wish Nikhil Harry would step away from mental health. He needs to do something. Like, I mean, he could step away. Yeah. Let's take a quick break and come back, and then uh, we'll we'll talk more and finish this baby up. All right, we're back. Um, yeah, we were getting into a little bit more little Antonio Brown. Um, so Uche, what about Uche? Yeah, let's talk Uche for a minute. What the fuck is going on with him and Winovich just not playing? You had Judon. Held out of this game, basically, because the COVID list didn't practice all week. And then you barely see Uche and Winovich. Everyone thinks Uche is the best. Everything, I mean, the whole preseason, you're hearing he's the best player on the field. He's, a, he's torching offensive tackles, which, you know, going around them, through them, and he's barely playing. It's, you know who I, else said that about? Nikhil Harry. He did. That's true. <laughs> but, I mean... Uche yes. might be one of those guys F- that gets fair like point. surgery as soon as the season's over. Like, okay. why did he, he missed like he was on IR for a while, he came back and then he's just obviously like hasn't been that great. Something's but Winovich isn't that good. I don't know Winovich, why. I don't know if he's not that good, but I just feel like he doesn't fit the defense right. Uche fits the defense and he just brings fire off the edge. Like that type of speed rusher we don't have. You know, Judon's a power guy. He's got some speed. But Uche is just pure fucking, uh, you know, just fire off the edge. You need that on third downs, third and long. Like, enough with the fucking uh, Dietrich Wise, the fucking setting the edge and, you know, uh, bullying like through a tackle. He's going to get – Dietrich Wise can't rush the passer, okay? End of story. He's a run defensive end. That's it. And he sets a good edge. Listen, nobody, and I mean nobody, loves a set it a set edge more than me. Okay, that's the number my number one rule in all of every sport. I don't care if it, it makes sense or not. In tennis, I want to set the edge. Okay, that's all I care about is setting the edge. I'm an edge. What about from Ronnie Kirk? That cat at Oklahoma, he was so good. He's been on the IR for everything. Yeah, but they they gave him. He's the old Foxborough flu. That's that's he's, classic. Yeah, he's got his yeah. red. You know what? Also, they didn't even remember is that they they drafted Anthony Jennings last year, and they just they put him on the Foxborough flu list this year too. He red shirts his sophomore season. I, I mean, was excited about him. Yeah. He had a Achilles, an Achilles issue. Though. That's a big. That's a big one. They have so many guys. They have so many. So many. So much edge presence. Um, but they need to let Uche fucking fly off the edge. I think that's a nice. That's a nice playoff addition. Is bringing Uche off the edge even more because this is an, enough's enough already. Release the guy. I mean, I believe in Belichick and all, but that was a fair point you made about uh, Nikhil Harry tearing it up in preseason. But, um, I mean, even I in the first game, didn't Uche have two sacks? Or like, yeah, what? he came out dynamite, like the yeah. first play of the year. And then he got hurt. So, I mean, he I think he had like three sacks his first two games, and he was really fucking shredding. Maybe he was just really hurt. I mean, maybe he's back back to being what he wants, and, and uh, we'll see what he got. Um, how much do we love Kendrick Bourne, by the way, in New England? He's a patriot. That guy's a patriot. Exact, exactly what he is. He makes Bill Belichick giggle. Anybody who makes Bill giggle makes me giggle. He's just a ball of energy. He reminds me of a uh, uh, a young Dion Branch. Just oh. always where you need him. Run after the catch. Energy. Great attitude. Patriot player. Him and great. fucking. 
How about him and Cooper Cup were teammates at Eastern Washington, a FCS school? Can you imagine that that wide receiver room? They must have, and they didn't even win the national championship. Cooper Cup is going to break every record this. They don't throw it to anybody else besides like Odell every once in a while in the red zone. I never watch L.A. Rams football. He but. made a good point when they were like, uh, they're like, they need to have two sets of records, 17-game season and 16-game season yeah. records. Like you 14 can't. 14-game seasons. Yeah. yeah. I mean. How about uh, uh, this is going to be Hunter Henry's first season where he's played every game? Let's not. Let's shut Love the it. fuck up right now before. <laughs> no, it's fact. I mean, he's going into his week, week 17. He was healthy. He hurt non-contact in practice, nor because y'all said it. He said it. He jinxed himself. Yeah, he was talking about it. Oh, okay. Well, he's a he hog. He's tearing up. We, want, we so. all know he's a hog. And listen, he's been playing well. They need to still need to find ways to get John U. Smith the ball. I mean, I think they're working through it. Mac Jones, they got to open up the fucking book for Mac Jones a little more here, babe. And up with the fucking reverses and up with the flea flickers. Let Mac fucking cook, babe. Well, we've got we've got Jamar Chase, Jamar Chase is out this this week for COVID. So now it's time to let the kid go win rookie of the year. We're throwing for a five. Is Jamar Chase out? I mean, got, the rules have the changed, COVID. which I'm 100% positive. I don't know if I said this last week, but I'm almost 100% positive that the 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 United States changed the COVID rules because of the NFL. Because now everybody tests positive on Monday, and then they're just activated Saturday. They changed the rules so that well, he was on the, the list, NFL but... was losing all its best players. They're like, ah, CDC was I'll... like, fuck that. Five I'll days is fine. Hasn't... <laughs> hasn't their rules is the Malcolm Go studio. I got now, listen, we are firm. We are firm that all anti-vaxxers have to stay home in their house in Salem with their tootsies on their own pillow. <laughs> you can't come into contact. I wish you were wearing a mask on this podcast right now. I could yeah. feel it. You need a shield. I know I'm going to get COVID for the third time. I already know it. I had it once unvaccinated because I wasn't, a, wasn't allowed to. Got vaccinated, and I think I had it again in the summer, and I'm almost positive I have, I'm going to get it again. Like 99%. I'm the type I'm, of guy we were talking before this pod that, about Tyler's poor dog got Lyme disease. I had Lyme disease as a lad. Had Bell's palsy from it. Uh, you know, the old JR disease where half your face doesn't work for three weeks. That's a treat to have in high school. I can tell you that the, the, the girls love that fucking look um, that on top of going bald at 16 was tough. Yeah. Listen, I still slayed. I was fucking killer. <laughs> I was like, I had killer looks in high school. What a tan on me and the fucking my hair. I had a blowout. You could fucking pierce balloons with insane <laughs> best hair in the game. Very handsome. You were you were handsome. Things have gone drastically downhill in the eighteen years since, but um, has it been eighteen? Fuck me, it's only. Right, have... <laughs> you said that very confidently. We have five oh, minutes. Uh, five minutes to get into the Miami game. But oh, we don't shit. have to bring up the fact that <laughs> it's fucking. I tell you what, we the... can always restart a fucking pod. I don't care. I'll restart the fucking camera. We've just been babbling along again. Um, what did we not get to? We haven't talked about the game this week at one bit. Not once. But Miami. I mean, Miami's offense is its offense. The defense isn't that great. I mean, the only the well, only thing about it is the Patriots don't tend to play well in Miami late in the season. Or yeah, usually ever. Max, it's a homecoming game for Mac. Well, Max a Florida boy, exactly. I mean, and let's face it, it hasn't been that fucking cold here. I mean, sure, it's not going to be great playing in from going from 40 or 35 to – 75 in fucking Miami, whatever weather it's going to be there. But it's not humid. 
in January, it's going to be a nice day. You're going to have it's like it's like playing in the, you know, on, on a nice spring day in Florida. I mean, if you can't go out and win on a team that's quit, you know, not quit, but is not going to the playoffs, if you can't beat them, then you don't deserve to win in the playoffs. Are they eliminated? Yeah, they're eliminated. Miami Tua. got eliminated last week. They lost 34 to 3 at Tennessee. If you can't go in and, and beat a team that's done, you don't deserve to go to the playoffs and win. You know what I mean, this is a game you should win. It's a division rival, and you're playing for something. You're playing for seeding. You're playing for possible one seed. You're playing for possible AFC East championship. You have to win it. You know what I mean? I agree. So, I mean, if you don't go down there and fucking win, uh, again, I'm going to say it again. You don't go down there and win and play your best football going into the playoffs. You don't deserve to win going to the playoffs, whoever it is. Whoever you play, whatever you're seeded after a loss, you don't deserve to win that game. You can't go go in losing to a fucking Miami, a dead Miami team. You go down there and you let the kid cook. Let him have a cook. Listen, we can run on fucking anybody. It doesn't matter if Brian Flores knows the defense, knows the offense, knows everything about the team. We can go down there and run on anybody. It travels. It can't be defended, okay? I don't care what you say. If you run and execute, you can't stop the run. Patriots 31, Dolphins 17. Let's fucking go. Go ahead, Tyler. I don't see Miami scoring because Tua is just bad. Tua is just not a good quarterback. No, like he's not. Every, every clip you see on Twitter is about how he can only throw. He plays like that college offense, like first read, gets the ball out, dumps it. Like RPO is nonstop. Like, you, you can't do anything. I wouldn't be surprised if Brissett started. I mean, I guess they need to start Tua just so they can trade him this offseason <laughs> to anyone, but Brissett's better. I would ra- I would be more nervous if Brissett was the quarterback than I am with Tua. I don't see them scoring at all. The defense is loaded. Duggar, just, I mean, Ugh. we didn't even really get into it. He's just a monster. Ever since I got the jersey, he's just taken over, babe. It's hot. He hurt his hand. He didn't practice today. Is it? He's got a hand boo-boo. All right, he'll be all right. The front seven is just a force right now. Like, the Patriots, they just... They just bring it. So, I don't know. I don't really see Miami doing much. Um, I just don't know. Like, the Pats offense can really only run the ball. Like, they can throw it when they're up, but they can't throw throw it when they're up. All they need to do is get Wilkerson involved. The only game they've won from behind was against Houston and Davis Mills. David Mills. Like, they haven't come from behind a single time all year, which is a little nerve. Like, I don't love that. No, but... uh, this you, we've talked about. It. The team isn't built to come from behind. They don't then have enough just, offensive firepower. The defense, especially if the defense is struggling, like t- Mac Jones isn't going to win you the game with the amount of playbook they've given him. No, well, I mean, I don't think that he has the capability to really win games. Whoa. So you're out on Mac Jones? No, he's just a rookie. Are you out he's on Mac Jones? Playoffs. Question. Uh, uh, Answer me. Or you're just digging a hole. <clears throat> yeah, um, I don't think Mac Jones. We're gonna leave here being like, all right, he was the playoff MVP this year. No, I think we're gonna. Mac. I, I don't. Not only do Super I Bowl think MVP. That's right. That's right. We're gonna say playoff and Super Bowl MVP. Huh? I don't. So I don't know. The Pat, unless the Pat's defense makes a lot of plays. Oh, we're about to. I talked too long. Um, I have, I have twenty-one to three. I love it. It's a queer. It's queer's day, boys. It's gonna be forty-two to six. Patriots win. <laughs> Another absurd take. All right, boys, I'll check you. I'm gonna I'm gonna end this baby. I'm gonna bring her home. Well, just me again, Malcolm Go Podcast, 
end a story here, boys. Listen, I've been talking. Uh, I talk a lot. The boys listen a lot. I just yap and yap. I do want to say thank you. We had our biggest week ever uh, at Malcolm Go Podcast Studios. The most downloads we've ever had, thanks to Fansided, thanks to MusketFire.com. Uh, you know, just for putting up with our shit. Um, we set up a Patreon this week because we're losing money, as per usual. No one likes that. Um, we got three tiers there. A, um, you could join, be a, you know, if you enjoy the content, if you enjoy the podcast. We've been doing this on our own for five years now. Um, it'd just be tr- uh, a nice treat to get a, uh, a, little, a little help from the fans. You know, nothing too expensive, um, you know. Just stuff to help us out, just to kind of pay some bills. Uh, a couple things in there. We could throw in some swag. My wife made some nice uh, swag for the um, for me, a Malcolm Go podcast koozie, sweatshirts, um, stickers, you know, three different tiers there on the Patreons. Patreon.com, Malcolm Go podcast. Find it there. Of course, you find us at Brady Disciple, at maybe it's Tyler, at I don't even know KP is. You find him. He's he tweet him at Malcolm Gopod because he's he's running the account. He fucks up the hashtag every single time. At uh, forever ne is what he's supposed to be, and he's posting to hashtag uh, American Patriots, whatever fucking uh, right wing insane uh, QAnon hashtag he found. He's 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 hashtagging too incorrectly. Uh, but listen. Contact us. We love it. I love getting emails from fans at MalcolmGoPodcast at gmail.com. I respond to all of you. Um, you know, the comments have been overwhelming. The um, very, very proud of what we've put together, even though it's just a shit, shit podcast of just yammering nonsense into a microphone, similar to what I'm doing right now. Uh, but it has gotten good reviews, it's gotten good feedback, good pickup. And, uh, you know, I'm happy to do it for you guys. It's fun for me. Just talk shit with my friends, my cousin, enjoy myself. Um, anyway, I did see uh, the man in the arena this uh, week. Actually, I saw clips. And uh, it was very interesting to see Brady talk about the media uh, basically pushing him away after that Eagle Super Bowl because that was right when that Wickersham hack came out with the uh, the famous Patriot of the Week article and, the and you know, the icing Jimmy G out of TB12 and all that nonsense. It was good to see, you know, and it was exactly what I thought it would be where Brady doesn't divulge any negative feelings towards anything, and it was just a retelling of every story I've already told heard millions of times. Um, the only thing interesting from it was the Gronkowski stuff, which was basically, again, what, everything you already knew. You know, you sit back and you try to fight it because you don't want to believe that it's happening. But it's, uh, you know, Gronk obviously and Belichick didn't get along at the end, and he was being stupid and showing up to Gillette Stadium in, in motorcycle helmets. So, you know, sure. All right, you're hurt. I still think it was a, f- a fake move that he retired for a year and came back to Tampa Bay, and now he's in fucking pro bowler again i still think that's bullshit but i did think it was interesting that brady basically admitted without admitting that the media was at much at fault then you know with his departure from new england after uh the after the eagle super bowl that you know then more people were aware of basically the media was 
uh, driving force of it, and I think it, most of it has to do with Alex Guerrero and their relationship because they're asking about his snake oil salesmans and all this shit. Every every minute on the radio, he's on the you know talking to anybody. They're asking about Guerrero getting thrown out of the stadium. Not a, you know he's rubbing him down and you know lawnmower sheds and in this private box and crazy things. And um, you know even though without saying it, basically that seems to be. You know he's so protective of his brand and 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 Guerrero that he like that was the end of it. He just you know they had to have basically a handshake deal that the the next year was it. And well, I don't even know if Belichick thought that or Kraft thought that, but basically they were like, okay, we'll let Guerrero back in, but you know, and then Brady's mind he's like, yeah, fuck this, this is the end, and we'll just go somewhere where he's allowed to be fucking my assistant coach, which it seems like he is now. So anyway, um. You know, I'm excited for this game. They have to go down there and win it in Miami. If you don't win it, you don't belong. It's where it's basically where I stand. Um, thank you to all the listeners, Malcolm Go listeners. Join the Patreon, man. Help me out. Help a brother out. Um, you know, one dollar a month, three dollars a month, and of course the Tom Brady uh, level, twelve dollars a month. Um, you know, and I also set up a Discord, hoping that you know you guys can get in there. We can talk during the games. Do anything, you know, whatever. We'll talk. We'll be friends. I don't know how Discord works. I'm learning it. I'm fucking old, man. I'm 36. I got a chirp today. I got a chirp wheel to fix my back. I wake up, my back hurts. I drink tea to go to sleep. This is me now. Old. 36. Babbling into a radio. 3117 Patriots. Contact me. Brady Disciple. Malcolm Go Pod. Malcolm Go Pod is at gmail.com. Let's go, Pat. Let's go. Two to the right. Russell Wilson extends the hands he has. Uh-huh. Wilson, quick throw. And it's intercepted. Intercepted to the Butler. Butler has it at the one. Malcolm Butler. And Warner goes back to throw. And here's the blitz by Mike Brady. In the back. Snap, ball down, kick up, kick is on the way, and it is good! It's good! It's good! Adam Vinatieri moves a 48-yard field goal, and the game is over, and the Patriots are Super Bowl champions! The Patriots are Super Bowl champions! The best team of the Hey! Did it! I love you, man. Did it, bro. I love you. I love you. You're the greatest quarterback in the world, man. Hey, I love you, man.